0: Thank you for listening to the Nate Jackson podcasting network. What up beautiful people. It's your boy, Mr. Nate Jackson, comedian extraordinaire. We are live from the super funny comedy club, but this is not the super funny comedy club podcast. Well, kind of, this is the Nate Jackson radio show. This is another episode of goodness. Um, If you're not hip to it, you can go check it out. Uh, It's on iTunes. It's on YouTube. I've had phenomenal interviews with incredible people. I interviewed Kalita Smith, the mother from the Bernie Mac show. Um, that was three episodes ago. Then two episodes ago, I interviewed Jeremy Sares, the uh, He played the son on the Bernie Mac show. He also was uh, Cuba, Gooding's junior, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son in Jerry Maguire. And then um, most recently, uh, I just posted a throwback clip on my Instagram, at Mr. Nate Jackson of myself and Quentin Rampage Jackson uh where I walked on the wild side and roasted him, despite his MMA career and uh, obvious temper flares that have been caught by the media. That was actually fake news. Dude was dope. Uh, he was phenomenal. He's actually very funny, and we had a great interview. Today, I'm pleased to announce my guest for today's episode is... Now, listen, do we go government? No, we, we ain't gonna go government. All right, so we're gonna go experience, a.k.a. XP. Ah, that is my guest for today Now there's going to be certain accolades I give to you That you're going to have to rein me in Because okay. I'm so excited about what you've done Are doing and will do That a lot of my stuff is going to sound outrageous So you can stop me where you want He's responsible solely for 7 of 10 of Macklemore's platinum, platinum hits So for all the listeners out there That say where does Macklemore get all this soul <laughs> This is the soul he got some in the train. No, he definitely. He got a little bit. Ben is cold, but how how true is that? Seven out of ten platinum hits. Um, a little too much sauce. I think that's a little too much. I don't think it's seven. I think uh, I think it's more like five or six. All right, give me three. I think. Well, no, we're gonna go five. No, I want Eight. you to say three. Oh, three. Um, glorious. Wow, There's glorious. Okay. Uh, good old days. Okay. Marmalade, okay. Featuring a uh, little yachty, yeah, a little boat, little boat. Uh, what else we got? Uh, downtown, downtown. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Thrift through. shop. No, I didn't. I didn't do that one. Dang, didn't do that one. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's hell. The, the the past three albums, I've helped work. Fantastic. On. Yeah, but I don't get a plaque for everyone. You don't get a plaque for all that shit? No. I mean, I could ask him for one, but it's like... Yeah, they would give you one quick. They're like, it's our boy. It costs money. So. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic, man. Thank okay, um, Thank you. So, I have an interesting story for about little Yachty. Okay. How about that? Yeah. So, um, annually, George Lopez throws a function at his house called Who Weed in My Pool, right? Not peed, Who Weed. Who Weed? Yeah. yeah. And people do whatever they want to do at this party, Who mm-hmm. Weed in My Pool. And uh, the kings of comedy, or the uh, uh, the, the DL Hughley, it's called the Black and Brown Tour now mm-hmm. with uh, George Lopez and okay, yeah, uh, yeah. other major acts. So their cameraman and friend for life, and the person who's been taking all the pictures of all the celebrities and all the stuff around them is Little Yachty's dad. Okay. So Little Yachty, since he was little, literally a little Yachty. Yeah, never, has always been around been everybody. Ahead. I mean, he calls D. L. Hughley and George Lopez his uncles, like, and they call wow. him nephew. And so he's like, you know, wildly connected and with the That's culture. Crazy. Not just, yeah, nobody would know that. When you see a uh, Kool Aid dyed individual <laughs> braids, you think, oh, we have another lost child with talent. No, Lil Yachty's actually raised very well. Has a great, great circle and a whole bunch of people around him. Anyway, um, speaking of that, let's shift into your childhood. Mm. Okay, because I think for you to write um, a hit song like the one that's dropping at midnight, peacocking, and I knew when I heard it. You know when you hear it. Mm-hmm. And I heard it before it was blessed by TalkBox. Yeah, you, you heard it in the rough, the real rough stage. Wasn't even that rough. I, was, I remember, uh, this is the type of song where I remember where I was when I heard it. How about oh. that? I was standing outside of Emerald City Smoothie on uh, 38th Street near uh, KNG Men's Factory. And he was like, hey, man, here's a little something I'm, uh, I'm dibbling and dabbling with. Tell me what you think. And it comes on and he's peacocking. I was like, ooh, this is slapping harder than a pissed off pimp. Hey, on some bitch, where's my money? Little bit?" That shit goes. Thank you, man. And so it drops at midnight, and since then, you've added Mr. TalkBox to it. Yeah. There's a whole video. Who shot the video? Uh, the homie Jake McGraw. Jake McGraw. Um, um, quick Jake draw. From uh, JMD uh, Creative. He, uh, he shoots photos for mm-hmm. Mac on tour. He does, uh, you know, the videos. He does the whole thing. He's raw. He's raw. Yeah, so look like you got a beautiful space and a, a fantastic outfit. and. Uh, I'm trying to make it look like I live there it looked but like that's, it. but that's not my that's why i took my shoes and so i was like, I'm gonna take my socks off that you looked comfortable i was, I was for 40 you, minutes they charged us hilarious about an hour i said we got 40. you see most people take off their shoes socks and hat and you were like i'm gonna keep my hat on but uh so the music video and the song all that drops at midnight uh i think the video is actually available in the morning but it's going to be everywhere that you can get songs and hear music and the song is dope it's peacocking and it's about it's about showing out kind of on some uh I don't like to relate songs to other artists, but it has a uh, put your pinky finger in the air, Bruno Mars type of feel. So you can really get with it, groove, take a shower to it, clean your house to it, walk down the street to it, get in a car. Like you can really put this on repeat and replay. It's, It's a masterpiece. But what I wanted to talk about was like, where are some of your earliest influences that have led to that you think directly have influenced your success as an adult in music? Um I mean of course it started in church mm. you know growing up in a Baptist church look at God look at it mm. and um uh, and you know you you get introduced to music at a very young age and um my mother was the lead singer at our church mm. and she was a soprano but very she could get up there right okay. so she was well known around the area in uh at that time Detroit and so I used to sit behind the drummer, and he would give me a pair of drumsticks and let me uh, just hit, hit the floor. And eventually I just knew how to play the drums, never had no lessons. From hitting the carpet. From hitting the carpet, And when I was like five or six. And then the drummer didn't show up one day, and my mama was like, he can play. And I was like, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But got up there and did it. How old were you when that opportunity happened? I had to be like six or seven. So you were just a little, little baby little, XP. little baby XP. We'll need XP yet how had to go um it went good they they kept me as the drummer started paying me little checks uh, every Sunday. And- so you made your first enemy yeah because the original drummer was like how you replace me <laughs> with a baby yeah, i don't even know we don't even know i don't even remember what happened to me he just he's despair. out of there but um, i teach him how to drum on carpet and he replaced me <laughs> a six-year-old baby like what's that say to his drumming career right well i wonder what he's doing but crack yeah probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I kicked out of church because a six-year-old replaced him but that shows that you started off with all kind of rhythm cadence yeah and timing yeah and so now you've applied that to you know multiple different formats of your career right now like mm-hmm. you know whether it's performing yourself or songwriting or you know yeah, what I mean for sure very impressive so like just to shift for the people who are listeners that are actually more musically inclined for a second. So for all the first time listeners that don't really you're not into like structure or music theory and all of that or feeling that, you just gotta you just gotta bear with us for a second. Cause I wanted him to get technical because oh, well. a lot of times we'll see, you know, two or three gold rings, a couple chains, and assume that it's just a stroke of luck, but it's not. It is opportunity, it is talent, it's preparation, and all that equaled what we see as success. So Hallelujah. What is your Process, if you will, for going from blank screen, blank piece of paper to platinum hit. Um. Well, I don't have any solo platinum hits, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you about my process when I'm writing. Excuse me. My, my yet yet. Go ahead. Um, but I tell you about my process. Um, I kind of have a couple. Sometimes, um, you know, I get some production. I get a beat. And then I'll sit down, um, and I, I try to think as if the song already exists, and mm-hmm. I'm just trying to remember it, if that make, <laughs> make any sense. Wow. Um, and so, you know, which eventually leads me to, like, humming notes. Mm-hmm. Then I just fill in the blanks with words, if unless I have, um, like, a concept I want to write about or something. Okay. Um, which one do would you say you do more often than not? I'll probably just let go more often. So um, melody first? Yeah. Just humming something and be like, okay, then get a get a vibe. So and I had an experience with that in the past. So uh, one of my frat brothers is a songwriter, uh with a platinum hit. Uh he wrote Deuces. It's Kevin McCall. And uh the Chris Brown song? Mm-hmm. So he wrote Deuces. Uh, he wrote that while wrote... we were in college still at Wazoo. And then uh, when he moved back to LA, where he was originally from, he started sharing his catalog with different artists and things. And so that's how he got a part of the Chris Brown stuff. And so <clears throat> I just went to go kick it with him one day, just to go, you know, just hang out with my guy. I'm like, look, a lot of things are taking off around you and stuff. And sometimes it's good, not necessarily to like for humility or being humble, but it's just good to stick with some of your old people rather than all the new faces that's around. Right. And so I was just going to kick it with my dog, you know? And uh, he was back messing with his talk box, uh, you know, and uh, we did, we were singing runs and all that kind mm. of stuff. And he, he explained it to me. He was like, so I'll hit runs on a beat or whatever, like see whatever fits and what goes. And then I come back and I'll sub in. Right, the words or the melody is definitely strong, mm-hmm. and I think it's a testament to our ear, our ears as humans. Like, yes, we can connect to the words of a song, mm-hmm. but that melody is what hooks you. Right, melody the emotion is emotion Yeah, right. and, and look how many people sing along with songs they don't know every word to mm-hmm. now. And I mean, frankly, the most viral sensation in the, in in music right now is the kid in Asia who's only counting. Oh yeah. 40, 41, 42, 43, Killing 44, right. 45, 46, 47. But his confidence is off the chain. 49. Yeah, and but it slaps though. Yeah, it's hard. I'm out there like 46, <laughs> 47. <laughs> so, Melody is facts. I mean, a Snoop reposted and was like, just so y'all know, words don't even matter. Right. You know what I'm Especially saying? Especially like. I, I learned that when I started doing shows over in Europe. Because mm, there's a language barrier. Yeah. And so when you get on stage and, you know, you're singing a song and then, you know, a couple people know your song mm-hmm. and they're singing it with you. And you can kind of tell, some, some understand what you're saying. Um, but then you could tell to some, it just don't even matter. It's just like, it makes them feel good and they mm-hmm. gonna sing it with you. So. How do you then go from a strong melody mm-hmm. to the message. Yeah, so, again, that's, like, what I was saying about, like, the vibe. So once I get that melody, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, this makes me feel like this. If it's, like, some smooth can, – can, can we curse on you? Are we allowed to curse here? I don't give a fuck what you do. Okay, shit. Um, no, so it's, like, if it's on some, like, some lovey-dovey shit and I just want to – you know, vibe out, and I'm like, all right, just for okay. the ladies. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Then it's like, okay, well, what do I want to say to mm-hmm. the ladies? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Do I want to? I want to take you out. I want to. You know what? What am I saying? Am I just on some? You know, it's 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 two a.m. We it ain't time to talk. What is uh, time for it two a.m. Yeah. Well, you know, we trying to have some children or not. And so sometimes I make baby making music. Okay. And I know that's what I want to do. I don't have kids, but I do enjoy practicing. Exactly. And so you never know. So, in case you do, I'm here to be your background. <laughs> <laughs> Is that directed to the ladies? That's directed to everybody. Well, why don't you look right at them and tell them. When you want to have a baby, Uh huh. I need you to come see about me. Not physically, but the music. So, you want to have kids with them, or you just want just to do it? I want them to hear my voice as they're conceiving a child. So, while the doctor's like, push no no like while they're conceiving the child so she's like when the guy is like i'm about to bust you want her to hear you go right hit a note hello hi no I i won't i want it to be a certain note well let me tell you something ladies don't come to me when you want to have a baby i'm not the one i don't even like to play with the concept of being a daddy right now father's day is for the motherfucking birds. Yes, I should be planning a family, but you know what feels better than that? A nut. So call me when you want to experience some fun. When you want to go to the lake fair of sexual experiences, the sea fair of sexual experiences, when you want a peacock with your feathers out around the room, when you want to have an experience, that's when you reach out to me. I'm the one fucking you. <laughs> so yeah, Let's shift into talking about the ladies because uh you go from being a uh a, you know, we're awkward when we're little. We're all trying to figure it out, we're little kids. Very. To now still awkward a little bit. A little bit, but I mean you also are a worldwide uh, you know, you're all over the world experiencing things, touring internationally. And so you come you've you've come across women of every race and creed and nationality. How do this you balance true. That attention with your innate nature is hard. It's hard to do, but you gotta be. You gotta remember that you're here as a professional as well. Wherever you are, you gotta. You're there. You're there to work as well. You gotta get up there. You gotta do that show. Now, after the show is over, mm-hmm. after the party, after party, after party is after party, and that's a different story. And. It's one of my favorite parts. I'm I'm not going to lie. Listen. Okay, you talk about it. Talk your shit. If if I never make it in music, I don't care. I'm still going to do music because I love making music. Okay. My favorite thing about it is being on stage and performing. I love that energy. I love Mm -hmm. performing for people. One of my other favorite things about it is the after party after the party. Mm -hmm. All that doggy stuff it's a beautiful thing especially over in Europe mm-hmm. because everybody is more free over there they're more it's like it's not as it's not as serious it's not as risque I mean you could literally see risque. naked women in the Amsterdam in the red light district yeah that's legal. red light district played out now now it's just like a bunch of old Persian men walking around looking in the windows who's in the windows I mean, it's uh, there's some ladies in there, but they're you know. Is there a new phone, light? Is there a new colored light, light district I need to know about? Listen, <laughs> is, if listen. the red light district this, is dead, where is it? What are there a black listen. light district? Where is everybody? Well, that probably be nasty. Little, yeah, turn, yeah, you want to go to the <laughs> light. <laughs> what light district is everybody in getting their the Amsterdam on? <laughs> you turn that on, you be like, oh my god! You're out of there. She's um, glowing. Man, there's some. Listen, I'm listening. I'm not saying that I indulged in these. Okay. But I've definitely gone to the places just to say I've been there. Yeah, we, I mean, I know about cocaine, but I haven't done it. Exactly. So I will tell you about, uh, where is it? Zurich? Zurich, Switzerland? Okay. That's where they have the raves, the big raves. Yeah. They, They got a street out there called Longstrasse. Longstrasse? Longstrasse, which I think just means Long Street. Okay. Okay. But on this street is every club, bar, brothel. Mm. Millions of people out on the street at all times, and that that is an amazing place to be. I had a lot of fun there. Me and the homies had a lot of fun there. Vegas ain't got shit Safe. on Long No. Vegas ain't well. Yeah, Vegas ain't got shit. You are gambling. You are gambling. Out oh, you rolling, rolling the dice. <laughs> <laughs> rolling the dice for sure. <laughs> what happens in Long stressor stays in the form in the of bumps on bruises. It gets it gets wild out there. You think you're gonna get married? Um, you know, that's a oh man, you know, that's a great question that I'm being asked by multiple people in this time in my life. Um, maybe. I don't really see a reason. Are you gonna get married? Yes. You are. I wanna be married and I wanna have a big old family and all that. Mind you, August 14th was my thirty seventh birthday, so whatever I'm I happy do. Happy belated. Needs to hurry the fuck out. Yeah. Get up there. Yeah. We get up there. I'm up though. How how young are you? Well, you know, uh artist. I play from go ahead, do it like that. Artists are infinite. We live forever. We don't really have an age. We live through the audio wave. Bet. So therefore. He and I grew up in the same church as children. <laughs> so I have an idea of about how old he is. And both our biological clocks are doing the damn thing. Listen, we're gonna talk about love. Mm-hmm prosperity Mm. and our definitions of success when we get back from the break okay you know what would be amazing if you left a five-star review on itunes go ahead just do it oh my god that's gold stuff right there we're back from the break oh (laughs) that's how we do it oh you thought you thought it was a a long wait for you i hope you enjoyed the ad that played if an ad played for you it depends on what region you're in here on the nate jackson radio show so um how do you define success i define success is just you're comfortable you're you're happy uh those around you are happy they are also comfortable um and you know no stress i don't think it has to be such a a financial thing you know what i'm saying so no stressor no stressor (laughs) not long stressor no stressor (laughs) no stressor so let's say all the money's gone hmm Well, let's just say all the money's gone. Okay. You got it, but you got your studio. Mm-hmm. Is that success? All the money's gone. I got my studio. Yeah. Uh, long, but I got my house. Everything's gone. Everything's gone. You can make music, though. I'm, in, I'm just in the studio. You're like every other artist that didn't have a hit. <laughs> um... No. Okay. So define it for me. If I had to have bullet points, what would we, what would we say? Well, I would still have to go with being comfortable. I still gotta say that. Okay. But being comfortable again is like you're not living in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're happy where you're where you're living. So I guess in essence, success would be happiness. Mm. Um as long as you're happy. Uh, with your situation, I would think you are successful as you want to be. Okay. Are you so, writing this is name? Is there a number? Yeah, I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote me on this. All right. So Put here's unknown under it. Right, unknown? <laughs> no, we're going to play a quick game. Mm. All right, and this game is this or that. Okay. Okay, so you're going to get two options, and I need to know which one you like or the, uh, one or the other. Okay. Whopper or Big Mac? Whopper. Fries or onion rings? Fries. Can you tell I'm hungry? (laughs) (laughs) I am too. I'm going to Popeye's after this. Ooh. Okay. Popeye's or Chick-fil-A? Popeye's. All day. Snickers or Butterfinger? Butterfinger. Okay. Morning person or night owl? Night owl. Chocolate types of candy or fruity types of candy? White chocolate or just... All right. White chocolate or milk chocolate? White chocolate. But if it's milk chocolate, fruity cake. Gun or knife? Gun. (laughs) Weed or coke? Weed. Soda or water? That's a fucked up question right there. I should say water, but I love soda. Silver or gold? Gold. Okay. Light work. For the ladies, I'll give you three for the ladies because I know women listen or watch podcasts like he sounds full attractive, or he look good, girl. And I just want to make sure that all demographics can enjoy the Nick Jackson Radio Show. Missionary or doggy? Doggy. Hmm. I was I, I hesitated because I was gonna say it depends on who you with, but I'm gonna go doggy overall. Noggin, you give it or she gives it? She gives it. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying I won't, but she gives it. <laughs> okay. Um, massage or like a pamper, like a pampering. Massage. Every time? Every time. All right. Well, there you have it, guys. Boom. That's a this or that moment. Uh, I probably should have had some prepared, but and that was great. People just like when you wing it. They like when you just, you just wing it. Freestyle. So do this for me, right? Mm-hmm. If you had to make a uh, bio. Yeah. Um, and it's, a, let's just say, just so that you warm up. The first couple of bullet points on the bio are things you've already accomplished. Mm. I would like to know the next three to five things that don't exist yet. Mm. What would you say? That's good. Uh, one is what we were kind of talking about earlier. I plan on having a video game developed. It's an area I've uh, always wanted to be in, especially since I'm a gamer myself. Mm. Um, that's one thing. Um, another one would be to... Uh, expand myself in the writing game more. Um, and when I say that, that means, you know, working with different artists, whether it be a, a lady artist, mm. uh, country, song, uh, you know, yeah, I wanna, I wanna have fun with it. Um, and I, and that definitely is a goal is not to, not to stay in one, one place mm-hmm. as a sound. Everything I do, I want it to be totally different. Uh, from the last thing. Um, so that's definitely a, a goal for me. Um what else? I plan on get I want a puppy. Okay. What Before kind of puppy? a child. Okay. Uh, what kind of puppy are you trying to get? Um, I don't want to be judged. You want a French? A French with the French, French dog I was thinking about that. But I really I, I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. I really want like a golden doodle or like a labradoodle. Then they don't shed. They don't shed. Yep. They're really smart. Somebody said they're like the smartest, one of the smartest dogs. Yeah, well, Jack Russell Terrier is I think the smartest dog on earth. Oh, okay. That and a well-trained German Shepherd. Oh, okay. But for the dog lovers out there, like, no, it's not, it's the don't start that shit. I'm just telling you what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I want one of them. Much as you travel, that's what I'm that's why it's been hard. That's why I'm like, but right now I'm like, man, I wish I would have known. COVID was coming because I would have got me a COVID puppy. Yeah, but dogs don't last for COVID. They last for their whole life. I know, but I would have had the, I, I, I would have been straight. I would have been straight. I would have had the puppy straight by then. Where would I the puppy, puppy be while you and the homies are at long stress? The puppy would be with uh, my lady friend. All right. So you're going to be like, uh, who's that, 2 chains that has that dog with him all the time? The yeah. future? Somebody has a little dog with him all the time. I think it is future, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. I so don't, I don't want something. So, so a long. puppy before kids. <laughs> yeah, is there Cause anything cause else? If the puppy died, then it's like, oh, this nigga shouldn't get no kids. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, if For you can. know what I'm saying. can't <laughs> <laughs> take, take care of the puppy, right? But I mean, everything wants to survive. I mean, at a certain oh, sure. point, the kids gonna be like, nigga, I'll cook a sandwich. <laughs> God damn, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want it to get there though, right? What I'm saying. I don't ever. My kids shall never want. I mean, but how do you, I mean, shit, you were six playing drums at church. Like, kids, we start to, survival instinct kicks in. The dog ain't got no thumbs. He's just screwed regardless. What would you name your dog? Um... I don't know. I would have to see the dog. You want to, like, interact with him? Yeah. Like, I you feel like uh, everything for you is the vibes. It's like a tribe in Africa. When you have a kid, you got to mm-hmm. be like, okay, this is what you are going to do. The, your name means this. Yes. And that and that means they have to, they, that's what they do. This is, or as the ancestor, right? So I would have to get to like know Like the, the Native dog. Americans, how they right. like. But, I mean, and it sounds like crazy noble because, like, you may meet a girl named Hummingbird. And that's like, that's crazy. Yeah, right. But then you could also meet somebody named Lightbulb. You're like, damn, they didn't, they weren't outside, huh? Right, Ain't that exactly. Bitch? Introducing, exactly. Introducing Lightbulb. <laughs> Lightbulb. This bitch has an idea. <laughs> <laughs> she is an idea. <laughs> All right, well, that's what's up. So, as far yeah. as those goals being like, when you, when you, I'm I'm very strategic about how I, how I go about my goals, right? Like, I legit write them down. Then I write down the beats that it takes to get to the finish line. I, I, I'll i break the beats down into action steps. I'll break the action steps down into to-do lists. I'll break the to-do d- lists yeah. down into how long they should take and literally incrementally re-engineer what it takes to get to the final goal so that when I do one little thing, it has it's purpose-driven. Right. And uh, so then one little step, uh, you know, keep taking your little steps and then you turn and look back and you're like damn i'm hella far from where i started right and then you achieve the thing so i need to do that so i was gonna ask you what do you do because you're knocking out major things is this just by chance and talent and you just like look man i wing it and when it happens it happens (laughs) i wish (laughs) but it's definitely like when i put my mind to something Mm -hmm. i'm gonna try to make it happen um and then if I fail, I move on to the next thing. Uh, but yeah, like my thing is, I don't like to focus on a lot of things at once. So it's like, what I, what's the max? What are you like? Okay, my plate's full. Uh, four things. So on a day when you're like, listen to beats, yeah, wash clothes, oh, run to post office. No, no, those are those are never happening. This <laughs> laundry and 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 making a song in the same day, never. Never happening. That's just impossible. So you. So what things do you not let into your creative space? Um, Anything stressful. Anything where I'm like, anything that takes me out of that vibe that I want to be in. So if I'm like, all right, if I know I have to work on a song, mm-hmm. I know what kind of vibe I'm going to want to set. Mm-hmm. Anything that is the opposite of that vibe, I don't want to be around. If it's somebody talking some negative shit, I won't even look at Facebook for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Just, just to... Just to clear your palate, right? Hmm. And just let it all be me, and and not influenced by somebody else's energy. What about your phone? My, well, that's hard because you write into your phone. I write into my phone, which I've been trying to get out of. Why but, papers everywhere? But I got this little nice little book, and so I've been like, I, I want to write in that book. But it's also like the phone is just so convenient. Hmm. What am I gonna do? I can't get away from it. And then there's a notification on top of my bars. Yeah, I gotta check that. So, which is what I was, which is what I was leading to. Is like I find when I'm creating, like I have to just put the phone either in another room, face down. So like, you don't write on your phone. Yeah, I got plenty of material in my phone, mm. but how can I, if if it's a fledgling idea, how can I get it to where it can stand upright on its own if. Mm. My phone rings, texts are coming, notifications are popping in from here and there. I mean, I'm talking about, I got news apps, text messages, the the Instagram. Yep. And I post viral content. So the notifications be off a goddamn chain. Yep. So I have to just leave that shit alone. Furthermore, I, as of recent, I've been taking my phone and putting it on the other side of the whole mm. room and yep. shit. Because I'm finding that off the first notification I get in the morning, I hear that. yeah, And I check that and there's no going back to sleep exactly so whenever that first one hits if it's 6 15 guess who's up for the goddamn day yeah me and my tired ass and that's why i've been kind of and you know what's crazy we'd be exhausted after waking up like that and have to finish our day out and the goddamn phone dies the phone don't ride out with you it should have to struggle on one percent like us that motherfucker be like nigga that's it charge me back up what about me I need to charge back up. Apple, you need to work on that. You need to have our phones. They already counting our heartbeats and steps and shit. It should let us know when our energy is so low that everybody got to take a goddamn break. Right. I want to see it fade out and dim. I want to see it struggle. I want to see it like you're trying to text and it's it's struggling like you. Right. And then it just, it, it, it don't even die. It just say go to bed. It's nap time. This is the world. This is the world we live in now, man. Well, we're dropping. Speaking of the world that we live in right now, how are you handling uh, a whole new world? This COVID fuckery. I think I'm doing pretty well. Damn it! I'm 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 an introvert. Oh, okay. So you like this? I've been in the career. I've been in the corner, in the dark, in the fetal position. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. That's where I get my best material. <laughs> so creatively, you're you're flourishing. Yeah, I think it, it's it's weird to say, but I think. This is definitely the best project that I've done. I think it's some of the best music I've done. So this is not just the Peacocking song as a single. Tomorrow is the drop of an entire album. The beginning of it. The album is going to drop in uh, October. Tell me about the album. The album is a cornucopia of soul and love. Titled. This, you're gonna be the first person I tell the title to. This, this is crazy. Well, shit, let's do it right then. What you gonna do? The name of the album is Fantastic, it has been thought of. It has been molded over in a corner while they were sitting in a fetal position in the dark during COVID. While you could not go out to movie theaters, while you could not go to comedy clubs, XP was creating and making and molding incredible content for you track after track of banger. And what he decided to name the entire thing is... Regal Blue 84. It's called Regal Blue 84. Tell me, tell me this. It has Maybe a lot it, to walk do. Walk me through your uh, medulla oblongata. For sure. And how you get to that. For sure. It has a lot to do with the artwork, which you can't really see. Mm-hmm. The artwork is I had one of my uh, favorite artists. He's a painter. Mm. Um, I had him. His name is Clayton Singleton. Shout out to Clayton Singleton. I know, Cl- I don't know Clayton. Oh, it would make sense because he's fire. You would love his work. Then I'm going to have to get familiar. You got to check him out. Um He's here. Uh no, I don't know where he's stationed at, but okay. he he does probably long stress. He does uh black art, mm. um and just puts, like he'll do a painting of anybody and just put you in a light that makes them fantastic, look godly almost. In wow. King. So he did this painting, um and it's super royalty. I got a crown on and it's like uh I got chains on, um and the background is blue. Okay. And so I wanted to touch on, you know, I was like, okay, it's Regal. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And where I grew up. So this has nothing to do with a car? It does. Okay. Because where I grew up, uh, East Chicago, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Detroit. That's where the Jackson family's from, Gary, Indiana. That's right. And you'll get your ass killed. Fuck around there, too. You will. Just be safe. Be careful. Be careful. So Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. So, you know, OGs. That's you know that was one of the cars they used to push was a regal and they okay. put that motherfucker up they set it up on twenty twos <laughs> yeah and they, you know and they I'm pushed good loose. weed out of them and some of them pushed other things a dog but uh and so that it's kind of touching on uh on that on kind of where I came from a little bit okay. um and, and to where I'm at right now being regal, trying to be you know yeah. a black excellence royalty um are you a leo Pisces ah I'm Leo. That royalty shit speaks right to my soul. So, I'm a fish. I, s- I swim by you as you are being royal, and I and I say, continue your royalty. Yeah. And then I swim on. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, and, and then that, and then 84, the year I was born, um, and it also just happens to be one of my favorite years of the Regal that I used to see the OGs pushing. So, so, so you're actually not timeless. Uh, despite the first section of the podcast I, where we weren't, saying how, we weren't saying how old you are. I and slipped. now you even came in here and dropped that 84 was the year of your birth. No, I said 84 was the year of my favorite regal. I didn't say that go. that was the year that I was birthed. Okay, well, hey, the people heard what they heard, and uh, they can review it either way. We don't add it around here either. Your music, what you create, and you essentially, your essence, is all timeless. Now I don't know if in this uh, podcast we were able to capture. I know we weren't able to capture all things that are XP. So I want to extend the invitation for you to come back, man. If you have me, I'll because come I want to dig deeper, and I'll tell I'll tell a little story. Then we're not going to go into this, okay? But we are going to uh, tell them where to find you on the internet and all that stuff, okay? Immediately after I do this, this is a cliffhanger, okay? When I was young and at uh, going to church, oh my god, it's happening. as a child uh, we had bible study on tuesdays and then it was followed up with choir practice it was actually pretty fun because it was like all the young people from all of the different schools in the area which was the only time you would see the girls from the other high school because they would just be over there either that or at like a citywide dance so we would love going to church and everybody would be intermingling and co-mingling. And, you know, when you're young and budding and you're dealing with your, uh, you know, your innards and all the feelings and your, your hormones innards. are raging and, and that stuff starts to outweigh where you're at and the environment you're in. And you just you just bubble over and, 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 you, and you suck titties. Somewhere you ain't supposed to suck titties at. I was in Bible study, minding my business, uh, probably passing notes back Bible, and forth to other way. It was Bible study for sure. Tuesday night, church wasn't done being built. XP was a member of my church, and so was the young lady who he got caught with in the back of the church. Back there, uh, tittying around. They were kids, so it didn't get too crazy, but they got caught by a minister. And so what we saw from the Bible study room was... Uh, first of all, everybody knew they was back there. We all knew they had snuck off to do their thing. I was trying to figure out who I could go back. To. Oh, absolutely, y'all weren't slick. Oh, I'm like, God. because her little sister was still in there. So oh, we're like, yeah, hey, yo, yeah, where's yeah. where's a uh, where's uh, Jane Doe? And they're like, oh, where's uh where's John Doe?
1: Oh, they back there, they back there, they the back there the doing
0: around. We knew it. And when Minister Johnson went past, we were like. I hope she don't know they back there. So I don't know what y'all was back there doing, but she caught you. And so y'all got yanked out with the back of the unfinished built, being built church and drugged through the whole front of the foyer of the church past Wait, the Bible study room. Can I say, because that part of the church wasn't fully built yet, it, necessar- it, it technically it wasn't as bad as if it would have been in the actual part of the church. There wasn't as much of God's eye on that part of it. The- okay go on whatever you've told yourself to justify (laughs) sucking titties in the back of a church is fine with me but i do think you should have a coming to uh him and just be real about it repent yeah like my bad okay it wasn't done back there uh i was very horny the young lady was with the shits and uh (laughs) just have your moment but it's hysterical to me and here's the thing that same minister Caught between four and seven other children messing around in the church at different times. This is actually more common than people think. You can't just send a bunch of little horny kids to any building and expect them not to horn together. You just can't. I know somebody who got caught in the broom closet of the old church down on Puget. Downtown Olympia. Downtown Olympia. The original? Down there messing around, trying to figure out, well, does that fit in this? Does that go on that? Or what is this? Which way does that shape it? Oh, yours is changing. Oh, mine is changing. <laughs> just little kids. Under the watchful eye. It's, well, they didn't know all of that. The Lord. They thought they were under the watchful eye of a push broom. So you know what I'm saying? They're in a broom closet. You thought you were under the watchful eye of a dusty, under construction, concrete bucket filled room. It was some concrete buckets. And it. a minister ran in on you and brought the entire wrath of the Lord with her and so uh when you come back i need you to be able to explain how that even pops off like how do you get dropped off at new life baptist Church? like you know you're going there you pass the sign on the way into the parking lot you park you go in you sit in bible study you pass a note or a whisper or a suggestion and then the two of you strafe because you didn't leave at the same time you didn't walk out with your fingers interlocked no she left first And that's how I know She led you down the wrong Thank road you. And then you followed A couple minutes later Thank Winking you. and dapping niggas On your way out Like y'all know What's <laughs> about to happen I might even wipe my I dick off On Bible paper We're like Oh why? my God XB the- is a blasphemy. heathen Blasphemous now, Hey I stayed in Bible study <laughs> I'm just saying what happened so I want you when you come back to um, tell me about that, and then seriously, I want to delve a little bit deeper into what we as African American men think is going on with the cultural shift that's happened in the country about Black Lives Mattering, about about uh, George, about Brianna, about uh, Biden, and I want to actually dig just a little. And I mean a little, just scratch the surface on uh, what's going on with uh, Democratic National Convention and us getting Trump up out of there. Or keeping him, depending on how you feel. But I want to go into that kind of stuff. In the meantime, since this has been juicy, tell them where to find you online. Oh, you can find me at Experience XP. Now, that experience does not have an E at the beginning of it Mm. because I had to be special. So I took the E off, and that's hip hop. So it's at experience XP on all my social media. Um and yeah. And oh yeah, my website is uh xpmusic.rocks. And where can they go at midnight tonight mm-hmm. to hear the new single peacocking? Ooh, we. So whatever platform of music you got is gonna be on there. Um title. Ooh. And that's uh, where you should listen I to it black people. There we go. If you're gonna stream, stream with title. I'm on there. And shout out to a uh, distro kid who is doing my distribution. They Beautiful. actually include title into their uh, program when you when you work with them. They sure do, because that's how they helped me put out Cookie Monster. Boom. are the homies. But you should also check out Cookie Monster remix featuring Two Short and Zero. But mm. do it after you give Peacock at fire. least ten spins. Listen, we got fire out here. We're in these streets. When are we gonna make a song? We need to. We're playing. We need to, man. Got to get the vibe right, you know what I'm saying? Take our socks and shoes off, uh, rent a little room, and then just, like, make it, you know what I'm saying? Check me out on Instagram, at Mr. Nate Jackson, superfunnycomedyclub.com. We will be back after this brief hiatus where the governor is messing with live entertainment, but we'll be back, we'll be better, we'll be bigger, we'll be stronger, and we will be uh, a glorious space for the Northwest to enjoy live comedy. Mm. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Nate Jackson Podcasting Network.